Coming up on this episode, we begin with our longtime fans sending archives to space and why Colby's not a car mechanic. Then we get into the week's tech news, mainly centered around Apple's announcement of new phones and watches. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 346, recorded September 7th, 2022. The Age of Ultra. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and of course you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by a guy who took his photonic engine all the way to the dynamic island. It's Colby <laughs> Rabidou. Good evening. Yeah, that's me. Uh, the, the only thing I missed was because I did write down new stupid Apple. I couldn't get action button in there. I tried. I said, is there can I? <laughs> but I, I'll stick with those were the three big stupid things I wrote down. Yeah, they had some. uh some choice vocabulary introductions today. Yeah, we've really hit a whole new era of superfluous marketing terms. Right. Right. I don't know. I'm excited to get into it. Um, but before before we get into it, please. Um, I went. I went to work today. Wednesday is the day I usually go to work, and. I was coming home from work and Laura was leaving work and we corresponded and we were like, okay, uh, neither of us wants to cook dinner. So we're going to go there on the street that both of us, like she walks up the street. I walk down the street to get home from work. There's a new restaurant. And so we were like, all right, we're, you know, we're walking by basically. Uh, we're going to meet at this restaurant and go to dinner. So I go to this this restaurant and, you know, I go inside to see, to check in with the hostess. I check in with the hostess. She says, sit anywhere. So I like, mm. I go, you know, it's still outdoor dining season, barely. It got cold, but it was fine. So I go, I go outside and I, I pick a table, you know, next to some dude and uh, I sit down at the table and wait for Laura and Laura gets there. Uh, and like we switch seats for whatever reason and we got our food, whatever as you do. And as we're sitting at dinner, this guy is talk keeps talking. It was like, this guy sounds so familiar to me. Um, and finally, like, you know, he was talking about programming or whatever. And it, and it like, it just dawned on me that this this is a person who I interned at Facebook with, oh. so, like sitting sitting at this table randomly. And I think I kind of knew that he lit like he lives in Cambridge or something. I kind of knew this. Um, and so as they were, he he and and the lady he was with were getting up to go. And I was like, "Are you Max?" He was like, "Oh my God, Colby, what the heck." So, so we had a nice moment, but he was like, how are things? Are you still doing the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this no! is a person I haven't, I haven't talked to oh, in, no. you know, literally 10 years. Like where we were 21 when, <laughs> when we knew each other for what, like two months or whatever. Um, but that was he he remembered and he was very impressed that we're still doing it. I, I was asked, about to say, I hope you, you hung your head in shame and just said, yeah. <laughs> right. 
Well, I think Laura like rolled her eyes or made a funny face or something because we had just Very been smart. talking about how I we had to leave dinner so I could make it back in time to do the podcast tonight, which is on our non non traditional uh, non traditional evening. Um, but I I thought that was funny. That's what I what I'm known for is uh, the Don't Panic podcast. That's the uh, wow. You know, we're still going strong. That's incredible. I hope I hope you asked if he's a subscriber. Has he been listening this whole time? <laughs> I, I, did, I should have said you didn't. You haven't been. You haven't been listening. Shame. But yeah. Well, that's... words gotten around my office that I do podcasts. I don't really brag about it necessarily, but yeah. it comes up in conversation once in a while. And now people ask me like about it and like where can they listen to it? And uh, right. I'm not. I'm certainly not embarrassed of the show. That's not the case at all. But I do talk <laughs> about, but I do talk about my coworkers on the show with the explicit idea that they don't listen. Right. That they've never listened and they never will. So I'm kind of like, yeah, you could, it's fine. It's yeah. And then, and then they always are like, especially ones who they're like, Oh, is it kind of like name famous podcast? And I'm like, yeah, it's just like that. They're like, <laughs> they're like it kind of sounds like Reply All. I'm like, sure, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Right. I like that. Uh, I don't know. Like we were, we had a podcast before Serial season. Oh, way before, like, years before. Right. Like seriously before. We have a lot of cred. I think. I like to think that after our podcasts have like fizzled out and no one listens to them again, we will still be still be producing this this program. It, it's classic us where we like we were at the beginning of the wave, just totally missed the wave. <laughs> then the wave crashed yeah. and then we're still hanging out like like at some point you would think like, wow, we were early adopters. We were on the, the ground floor of this huge multi-billion dollar industry um and somehow we've moved absolutely nowhere in 10 years it's 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 almost impressive in that respect right my one of my coworkers likes to ask people that he meets if they if they want their life to be like high mean or high like variance and that's smart yeah and i think uh as podcasters we're we're very clearly high mean (laughs) I mean, people, we've been having a good time this whole time. The and whole time. I think, we'll, I think we'll continue to do that. Well, I did just have to, which is, I, I think, the third time since we started doing this, I had to uh, upgrade my Dropbox storage again. <laughs> and turns out I'm now at the highest tier that Dropbox will allow me to pay for. So I might have to like set up my own server or something at this point because like offload some of it onto DVDs or something. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say like uh, cold storage, but yeah, CDs. Sure. I mean, well, yeah, right. No, I do keep a, a local external backup as well, but I'm just such a I'm like, I don't know why I would ever need all these files like at a moment's notice anywhere on Earth, but I'm ready in case that comes up. We can. uh I feel like we could probably like, you know, if we need to, for the sake of, you know, for posterity, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want any of any of the, the don't panic, uh, archive to be lost to history. I, f- I feel like we could figure out some way to get it onto like AWS or something for, for pretty cheap. 
Uh, I just looked. The entire coffee and beer enterprise, coffee and beer enterprise, is three quarters of a terabyte by itself. Uh, and you know, I I know I've read many stories where they like can now etch data onto crystals or like into DNA, so it lasts forever. Or it's like that uh, that seed vault they have in Antarctica where they put all the seeds. We've got to come up with a way. Uh, what was it? The Voyager uh, satellite. <laughs> With the yeah, gold with the, record, the record they launched into space. <laughs> That's what we got. We got to put this show like on a flash drive and, and strap it to a model rocket and shoot it into space or something. That's smart. Maybe that's something we should do every year. We should uh, persist. We should like create our backup for the year in a, in a non-traditional data format. <laughs> Figure out a way to, you know, sink it to the bottom of the ocean or something. I think, yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, I or we certainly could go a more financially lucrative route. We could just NFT our archive and sell them off one by one, and then they're not our problem, and we made money. <laughs> right, and they're on the blockchain, so they'll be there forever, right? That's how that That's works. right. Own an episode of Don't Panic. We have <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> huh. What a time to be alive. Sad, uh, but we're doing all right. Uh, we're doing good. No Dan this week. Uh, he's off doing Dan things, busiest man in America. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what he's doing. I can't keep track. It's hard. And he didn't even give us an excuse. This usually he'll say like he's traveling this time. He's just MIA. He's gone. I hope he's okay. Maybe he was in Cupertino today. Can you imagine at that? He was just, it just pans and Dan's just sitting in the audience. <laughs> Dan got a press pass, but not the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. He just knew a guy. I'd be like, yeah, my friend is a janitor at the Apple campus. He just let me in. <laughs> it's like, like does that swoop in on Tim Cook? Like, <laughs> and then like Dan's there, like just like sitting at a desk in the background, like just doing some work. Amazing. Yeah, it is creepy that there's never anybody at the campus when they do those videos. I don't know where everybody hides, but right. It's a beautiful, big, empty building. It's so weird. Um, I should look up the first iPhone we talked about on the show. Probably, if I had to guess, I, I'd have to look at the iPhone, uh, the iPhone uh, release dates, because we started doing this in two thousand and two thousand. 13. Right. So in 2013, that would have been the five. The five S would have been that September. Makes sense. Along with the five C. I miss the five C. Was that the C was for color, right? Yeah, that we had the plastic back that came in those bold colors. Right. I had one of those. It was a good phone. There you go. I don't... All I remember from that time was, like, putting the iOS 7 beta on my phone and it it not... Like, trying to make a phone call once and it not working and realizing I had made a terrible mistake. Yep. Oh, iOS 7. That was the wild one. Right, because um, that, that was the, the flat one, the first flat one. That's right. So flat. That's right. It also introduced AirDrop, um, Notification classic. Center, 
uh, CarPlay. Wow. Among others. I can't believe CarPlay is that old. I have been, this is a small tangent, but so I have a car now. Laura yes. and I picked up our car. We got it to Boston in a horrible rainstorm two days ago. And, and we parked, it is parked. And as far as I know, it has not yet been towed. So all right. Um, wild success. Solid. But it's a, it's a pretty old car. It's a 2014. So that's pre car play or at least pre-general availability car play. Um, so I've been looking at aftermarket, like car play radio, <laughs> radio things. So that's like a project that's in my future. It's nice. Cool. You're going to be a car guy. You're going to be modding your car. You're going to put the big spoiler on the back and you're going to the racing yeah. stripe. Well, the thing is like all the CarPlay radio things also come with a backup camera that you can install yourself if you nice. drill a hole in the back of your car. <laughs> I'm going to do it. It's going to You should definitely be that guy. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. I already mod my apartment. I might as well mod my car too. I think it'll Yeah, be absolutely. No, CarPlay is a awesome upgrade. And the uh, a lot of the CarPlay speaker things come with a uh, like you can detach the screen from the dashboard and like take it inside or like lock it in the glove compartment or something. I was about to say, how concerned are you about your neighborhood? <laughs> right. We'll find I'm out. I'm pretty concerned. Concerned. I'm concerned enough to take it in with me. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I was gonna say, at a minimum, you should toss an air tag in there in case the car ever disappears. I didn't even think of that. You know, I get like, like at least once every two weeks, I get one of the, this air tag is following you notifications because Laura and I like walk together to the same place. And like, she mm. has one on her keys and I have one on my keys. So like she gets them about me and I get them about her. It's, I guess it's good that they do that. Look, look at you two. It's so romantic. You're walking together places. You're walking past each other, going to places. <laughs> right. I mean, this is this is like incredible. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, it's quite a life we lead. So metropolitan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Your urban lifestyle. <laughs> walking like schmucks who can't afford a car, but we have a car now. Oh, I was about to say, you got a car now. Now you're part of the elite. <laughs> right. The 1%. <laughs> the automotive elite. Where do you get gas? Oh, Boston's not really that kind of city. No, there are gas stations in Boston. I take that back. Yeah, there are gas stations. Um, there are gas stations in our neighborhood, and you can get gas anytime except during a Red Sox game when all of the gas stations are parking lots for the Red Sox game. Makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, apparently, I guess it's probably more lucrative for them to charge like $60 for people to park there for two hours. And they like pack people in like, um, you know, like block cars in, like they put so many cars in this, one, the one little gas station parking lot. Well, I was surprised when I saw that they opened a, a second music venue at Fenway. But that didn't build like a parking garage or a 
something useful. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess people can take the tea here. That's the, uh, that's the, you know, the, the, the rationale for no, for no parking, which is fine. I'm like, I can deal with, uh, you know, swarms of people on foot is fine, Mm -hmm. but like unexpected swarms of cars is not fine. It's bad for the neighborhood strongly agree the last couple time i've gone my sister is in uh i don't know if you know this an emmanuel college uh, alumni mm-hmm. um and so we we flash her alumni whatever uh, and they let us park on campus and then we just walk over nice a nice Classic. perk yeah there you go that's cool can she like photocopy that or something? <laughs> well, apparently the, I think the last time we went, she, we, they've been cracking down and we have to like lie and be like, no, we're only coming in for like 30 minutes. We'll, we'll leave. We promise. And just hope the car is still there. Um, cause I guess a lot of people were doing that smartly. Yeah. I mean, free parking. Crazy. Well, the good news is for you, baseball season's basically over. <laughs> it's they certainly are for the, the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. And you don't have to worry about that Gillette traffic, so No, definitely not. You're good. Yep, we made it. We made it. The so they I don't know if we talked a bit about this. They've for the last like two months, they've been every day they tear up the street outside, they do some like work on the gas line, and then at noontime they have to fill the street back in and like repave it over. And so that is what the, the, it has to be the most inefficient way to do that. You could possibly think of like, I don't, I don't understand why they couldn't just close the street permanently for, you know, a week, two weeks, whatever, and just do it, like get it done. But no, they have to, they have to uh, tear up the street. But the, like the gas dudes were here yesterday. The, we, we've got like, fresh new gas line and so mm. I, think, I think it'll be done soon it's crazy it i mean i'm lot. shocked that the uh, the city that did the big dig doesn't know how to do construction projects so <laughs> yeah um well they they usually try and avoid it but it turns out like the gas lines here are from like the 1800s so they're made yeah. of a bunch of straw like twined together and yeah they leak <laughs> like, like a lot <laughs> not good not good <laughs> Um, well, hopefully it's over. That's, that's what we transition from the road. So you're a driver now. So you get to enjoy the summer roads of construction and the winter rolls of ice and potholes. Exactly. So it's there. There's not much to win. Right. The parking, this parking spot we found is on a street that is resident parking only, and there's no street cleaning. So we never have to move the car. So it's hey. just going to stay there indefinitely. It's more of an art installation than a car at this point. <laughs> right, right. It's it's purely a status symbol. Like, yes, we have a car. No, yeah. we, we don't drive it. <laughs> it's like having a Van Gogh. It's like we have we have a car mint condition. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Uh, what a time to be alive. It is. It is a time to be alive. Speaking of a time to be alive, that's a bad transition. Uh, today, we, we've done it before on the show. We're going to do it again. It's an Apple announcement event. Big deal. Or is it? We'll let you decide. Um, 
you know, this this was kind of a straightforward announcement, but there's definitely some interesting things here. Apple's far out event took place earlier today, uh, this Wednesday. We got Apple Watches, iPhones, AirPods, um, and I would say and more, but that's actually it. Uh, any particular place you want to start or? Uh, should we just start at the beginning? Is. So about 48 billion years ago at the center <laughs> of the. No, OK. Uh, no, too far back. No, let's start with Apple Watches because um, that's where they started. Uh, first up, we have a new Apple Watch Series 8 uh, coming to the market. Um, it's got a few new features, uh, the most notable of which probably is the new temperature sensor. Um, it, this temperature uh, sensor is specifically designed to be part of women's health. Uh, the company says it can track temperature changes as slight as 0.1 degrees Celsius, uh, and that checks your temperature every five seconds, especially when you're sleeping. Apple says that tracking your body temperature overnight can help give you insights into your ovulation cycle, um, which it can use to enhance the watch's cycle tracking feature for those who menstruate. Um, in addition to that, uh, the other major feature for the watch, a crash detection. Uh, it'll only run when you're driving, um, but if it uses an advanced accelerometer, if it senses there's a crash, it will uh, alert emergency personnel, which is pretty exciting. Um, and that's kind of the big changes. Um, for the most part, uh, a new low power mode, um, which will take the 18-hour battery life, stretch it to 36 hours. Um, it'll be available... Uh, September 16th, uh, $399 for GPS only, $499 for the cellular model. Nice. I think good I watch. To, I mean, it seems like a fine watch. I think I have to get a new watch because mine just doesn't really work anymore. Largely. It's like always dead. It hung around for a long time. Give it credit. Yeah, no, it's like five watches ago. Um, yeah, I feel like there's obviously there's nothing wild here. New sensor, but. Yeah, I mean, I think the temperature sensor is interesting. From what I read, the reason it is so uh, specific in its application is the rumor anyway, is that Apple had issues getting it to properly track general body temperature which is mm. other devices other watch devices have this mm. um so they weren't able to safely sort of medically roll it out because it wasn't accurate enough but they were able to do it for for this particular use so it wouldn't surprise me to see in a future maybe the series nine um to, to see that feature interesting huh. but it seems like a nice watch yeah you know i feel like the it's not often that I have a like an Apple thing that I have not upgraded in so long. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be cool. Like the screen that you can see all the time, that was like three watches ago. And I. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and that's I see. This is where I start to get into issues because now there's uh, three Apple watches, the Series 8, the SE and the Ultra. And I don't exactly remember what all the differences are between them. So I had to go to the Apple website and just double check, especially between the SE and the 8. Right. Because um, you have to decide if you're going to get the SE or the 8. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't watch the SE part of the presentation. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty straightforward. Um, it's, this is the second generation of the SE. Um, the price actually went down. Uh, a $30 price decrease. It's now $249 for the GPS, only $299 for the cellular. Um, it will have crash detection, uh, and it'll be 20% faster than the old SE uh, because it has the S8 chip, which is the same as in the Series 8. Uh, the difference is the screen is slightly smaller. Um, you don't get uh, the blood oxygen or uh, ECG tracking. Um, it doesn't have the always-on display. Um, as I scroll through the list, that's pretty much the main differences. I feel like I want the always-on display. Yeah, I think that's a that's a decent upgrade, which... That's the other thing is the price difference. They're going from two forty nine to three ninety nine. It's not a cra- it, It's certainly more, but it's not a one hundred and fifty. Is not a wild jump. Hmm. Um, especially you know, obviously this is a very fitness focused device. I think the blood oxygen stuff is is pretty valuable for that. Yeah, I'm very fit. I don't know if you knew. That's what, as soon as I hear the name Colby, the first thing I think of is just shredded, ripped, um, stud muffin. Right, hardcore parkour. Oh yeah, well, and we haven't even talked about really the watch you should be buying, um, <laughs> which is uh, speaking of price differences. Yeah, I mean they should have just called it the Colby. Same number of letters. It's the uh, the Apple Watch Ultra a name I absolutely love, and I hope that there's a whole bunch more Ultra app. You know, I want the iPhone Ultra and I want the MacBook Ultra. <laughs> uh, that's it's my new favorite Apple uh, superlative. Yes, sir. Um, the uh, you know I'm looking at this Verge article and I'm realizing I'm looking at like last week's Verge article and not oh <laughs> like the rumors on it. Yeah, I was like, where's the links to the thing? Actually, oh sorry, I didn't do the rundown. I was lazy. Since there was really one news story, that's on me. Right. I didn't uh, yeah. critically I'm, read the rundown, and so I didn't realize <laughs> that you hadn't done it. But I will say, uh, if you are going to go with The Verge, they have uh, they do a series of hands-on articles and uh, pictures from like the reception room after the announcement, and they have a really helpful photo in there of the three watches side-by-side. That I found interesting. So the Apple Watch Ultra, the rugged premium smartwatch at the top of the lineup. Um, let's start with uh, it's bigger, uh, a bigger display. It's a 49 millimeter titanium case. Uh, it's got a new button, the action button, the orange action button, which can be customized for all sorts of different purposes. Um, it has a new uh, digital crown as well as uh, an updated existing button um, to work with gloves three built-in microphones, and an extra speaker. Uh, It has cellular capability by default and should get up to 36 hours on a single charge, 60 hours using low power. Um, uh, It has new multi-band GPS, uh, which is uh, mostly on high-end fitness watches, so it'll be a lot more accurate. Um, It's uh, better water resistance. Um, It's certified for scuba divers. Oh, what else? Um, 
it'll cost you seven hundred ninety nine dollars. Um, and it's a it's a big beefy watch. It's got a, a very flat front. Mm. Um, I think this watch is super good looking. It's like uh, like I I like it. it. I mean, it's not very Apple. It has a lot of th- things that stick out of it. But like, it looks cool. It's very. Th- it, it does remind me of my old Pebble. Like, it is very throwbacky a little bit. It's not super glossy and slick, right? Um, and it certainly is bigger in size. I mean, you see it compared on a wrist to um, the other watches at forty nine millimeters. It's thick. It's big. But if that's your thing, I'm like, hmm, that actually don't look too bad. I really like. You know, like I look at my watch now, the watch I've had for years and like I really like beat the crap out of it. Like the, you know, there's scratches all over it and like all over the screen, like all over the case. Like there's a big like nick in the in the 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 dial thing. I don't know, maybe I should just do this if I'm going to keep this watch for another seven years or <laughs> however long I've had the the other one. Honestly, I mean, it's not it's not crazy uh, to think. Yeah. Um, now, you do have to like the orange because it's got the big orange button as well as an orange accent on the digital crown. Right. Um, and like the size. I mean, this is the kind of thing I'd go to an Apple store and want to try on, you know? Same. Yeah. Um, and feel. But it's supposedly, according to the people who tried it, it doesn't feel heavy. It is large, but it doesn't feel heavy, which is good. Right. Um, it does look. Oh yeah, no. This is a this is a beefy watch. But if you're also the person who gets the beefy phone, mm. you know, or the person, you know, there, there's always been this weird argument where is the Apple Watch a standalone device or a partner device? And it sometimes splits the difference, right? Exercising and things are like, no, it's standalone. It's got the cellular. You can make a call on it. But for notifications and some other things, you want to have the phone with it. To me, the Ultra is like the far end of standalone device. Like if you're a person who can do 80% of their tasks on the watch and don't use the phone much, I would get the ultra. Cause this thing's got extra buttons. It's got a bigger screen. It's got all this stuff in it, better battery. Right. Um, but I think if you use it as a phone accessory, I, you're, you're, it's probably pretty overkill. That's a good point. Oh man. I love the like red mode. Yeah. Yeah. And the um, even the new even the wristbands, I think, are pretty darn cool for the uh, the ultra. Yeah. Uh, but seven ninety nine, you can get three Apple Watch SEs for that price. Yeah. If I was more extreme. <laughs> You're just a different kind of extreme. That's all right. Right. Um. But it's I think it's cool. And by the way, I think uh, if I was a company like Garmin or some of these other um, extreme fitness watch companies, I'd be just panicking right now because I think this is for that market. This thing's going to go crazy. Gang busters. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good looking watch. So and I, I just love that flat front. I've never really been a big fan of the Apple Watch, the sort of curved, glossy edge. Right. Um, and that flat front looks so good. It does make the curved glossy edge makes it very breakable. 
which I feel like that was their rationale for the flat front, right? Was like it has yes, a lip, so you can't whack it on stuff. Exactly, exactly. Which is, I guess, good enough for the people who buy the expensive watch, but not for the rest of us. Right, right. Well, that's how that's how personally. they make up their money. Like this one costs a lot, so it's you know, as you said, it's the price of three Apple, you know, three SEs. Well, you know, I did uh, I did read this wasn't part of the announcement, but it did come out today that they have an Apple has amended their uh, Apple care where uh, if you accidentally break your device, there's usually a small fee. It's a, like twenty nine bucks for a new screen, no more than ninety nine bucks to fix whatever you broke. Uh, but you could only do that up to two times. New Apple care, you can accidentally break it as many times as you want. They've removed the cap. As long as you're willing to pay that small uh, repair fee. Right. See, that's nice. When I broke mine, that was before broken things were covered in Apple Care at all. I still, I think I still tell people that story. I still feel bad because you had it, what, you had it for like a week or something? Yeah, it was like days. And I just like <laughs> bumped it. I bumped it off <laughs> the bathroom counter onto. You know, it was like an uneven tile floor and it just, you know, it hit the that that glossy rounded corner just on the corner of a tile. And oh, my God, oh, my heart aches. You know what? Actually, it wasn't that uh, Apple Care didn't cover it. It was that I didn't get Apple Care because right. it was on me. That was that was uh, that was my fault. Well, that's how warranties work, Colby. When you buy them, you don't need them. And when you do need them, you don't have them. Right. That's how they get you. Yep. Every time. <sighs> um, but listen, if you're bored of what's on your wrist, we can talk about what goes in your ears. The I- AirPods Pro, uh, we've got the second generation out, uh, including a new H2 chip. Um, that's got a bunch of cool stuff it does. It allows the earbuds to cancel up to twice as much noise over the first generation. They also offer an improved adaptive transparency mode. They say something like 48,000 times a second. uh, They're listening and adjusting uh, to uh, filter out sharp noises while still letting some transparency through. Hmm. Uh, And they also have a new low distortion audio driver and custom amplifier for a richer bass and crystal clear sound. Um, In addition, uh, the earbuds have the ability to adjust volume with swipes on the stem. The stem itself, now you can click it. Uh, but now it's capacitive, so you can actually slide up and down it, which I actually, that's pretty cool. Um, better battery life, six hours on a single charge um, and 60 hours in the case, I think. Um, new improved charging case that offers Find My support and a built-in speaker so you can hear it beeping. And now you'll be able to charge it not just with a lightning cable or a MagSafe charger. You can actually now charge it on the Apple Watch charger, which actually does uh, kind of neat. Um the case is now sweat and water resistant, and there's a loop where you can attach a lanyard if that's the kind of thing you're in. Um, they also have a new size of uh, ear tips. It'll be two forty nine, um, available soon. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna get new AirPods right now, but I did like, like I liked the case changes. I, especially oh my god especially the the find my speaker thing that's uh something i would use every day yeah it also has uh u1 in it as well so um not only will it do the sound uh but if it's within a, a wireless range it'll work like a an air tag mine so the 
I think I have the current one, which have they had that? Which purportedly has a U1. Like I can go into Find My and like do it, and it does the screen, but it never finds it. Unlike like it'll find my keys with my AirTag, but it it will never. I've never successfully found my headphones, which is lame. (laughs) Well, that's good news. If you lose them, you can just buy new ones, right? Well, there you go. That's what Apple's hoping for. Um, No, I think this is great. I'm very curious what twice as much noise cancellation means in reality, um, because I thought they did a decent job already. So, I mean, I don't know how much more noise they can literally cancel. Um, But I do like the swiping on the stem. I miss I was a big um, back when they had the the inline control uh, Mm. on the corded version. I used to customize all of the clicks would be like double click or click wait click like they had a bunch of combos and i used to use all of them uh and i definitely missed them so um adding more customizability and and more options is is great i even change it you know you can change what the clicks do on your airpods in the settings what because what it i forget what they do by by default i think they both um adjust the mode yeah if you so if you hold it down, if you like yes. squeeze and hold, uh, it changes. It like flips between transparency and noise canceling. And if you just click it, it pauses. Well, if you're listening. Right. Or it like will answer the phone if you click. Right. Or, like, um, and then you can like double click to like go to the next song and like three clicks to go back. Yeah, this will be great. Um, I think I changed one of them where if I click one, it does Siri. And then if I click the other, it does something else, but I don't remember anyway. Um, yeah, this is, it's good. I, I, I'm, I remain a big AirPods pro fan. Um, certainly over the, uh, over the traditional ones. I, I just use them on my flight, um, with the noise cancellation and they worked fantastically. So nice. That's dope. Um, Alrighty, let's continue on to the star of the show, the iPhone. Uh, let's start with the classic iPhone and iPhone uh, Plus, iPhone 14 and 14 Plus. Uh, what is new? Um, there's no mini option. The mini option's gone. Um, now you will just be able to get the standard iPhone 14 uh, starting at 799 and the 14 Plus at 899. Uh, the 14 sticks with a 6.1 inch screen. The 14 plus offers a big 6.7 inch screen. Previously that was only available in the pro line. So you can get a big phone um, in the basic 14 line. Um, There's a bunch of your usual upgrades, better battery life, new chipset, improved cameras, 49% improvement and low image, uh, low light image quality. Um, Night mode is twice as fast. There's a new uh, 12 megapixel true depth camera. Uh, on the front of the screen, um, new technology, photonic engine, et cetera, et cetera. Um, really the only sort of, uh, marquee new feature on the phone is, uh, emergency SOS. Uh, I think we may have talked about the rumor on the show a bit, uh, but this is basically, it is, uh, your cell phone's antennas can now connect to satellite frequencies. Uh, Apple says it'll take less than 15 seconds to send a message with a clear view, maybe a little longer if there's some light foliage, 
and an on-screen interface guides users to point their phone at an actual satellite, which is pretty cool, and walks them through the steps to connect with emergency service providers. It's also possible to use the Find My App to share a location through the satellite without sending a message. Now, you can't call. You can't send a text message. It's only for the emergency service and the Find My. It'll be a free service for two years with iPhone 14 models. No word on if that means it just ends for your phone or if there's an ability to pay to keep it going. Neat. Yeah. I just want to be able to like point my phone at this guy and know where satellites are. Honestly, that's that is pretty darn cool. Right. Right. That seems like the best, the best, best feature. But I I, I guess it's cool. I don't uh I don't anticipate needing to communicate via satellite, but you know, given the option, sure. I mean, I've been to a shocking number of places that don't have cell reception still in 2022, and it's not in the middle of the tundra. It's in places where people live. So it's not wild to think that this is a useful feature for folks. Is there an application outside of emergencies? I don't think so, because you actually have to you can't just connect to it like you have to make an effort to connect it to a satellite. So it's not like you're going to be on Instagram scrolling with a satellite connection. Not yet. Anyway, that's like maybe, you know, maybe uh, phones would be better if you had to try a little bit harder. (laughs) I love that. They should just make certain apps satellite only. Right. Wasn't so like you haven't earned TikTok. You got to connect to a satellite in space to get it. Yes. It wasn't so if it wasn't so darn easy, we might not be so uh, wrapped <laughs> up in it. I love that idea. That's awesome. Um, well, and and the rumor is that the technology someday will get to the point where we'll be able to just go directly from the phone of the satellite and do decent amounts of bandwidth. We're just not there. Right. Um, someday. But yeah, it's neat. It's one of those things I just want to see somebody try it and do it. Um, <laughs> it's really a shame that emergencies are the only the only time you can do it because like obviously i want to try it well good news colby because i'm i'm instituting the don't panic challenge uh we're gonna put you on the top of a mountain and push you off of it uh and then you'll have to use emergency sos on your new iphone (laughs) and we'll see if it works it's a don't panic challenge we volunteered you do you think they've planned for the like obviously people are gonna do this when it's not a real emergency. Oh, there's always, you know, you see the, you know, someone called 911 because their McDonald's fries weren't hot enough or <laughs> something like I can't wait for this. But that's what's also interesting is because you can't just call 911. There's like a preset menus you have to go through, like what kind of emergency? Like right. you'd have to basically lie to get through to anybody. Right. Maybe which you should do right maybe one of the preset emergencies is like well there's no emergency i just want to like (laughs) try it out i want to use a satellite and it like sends you back a message it's like stop it go home well you can the neat thing is you can do that with find my so that doesn't have to be an emergency if you just want to ping somebody with your location via satellite so it's it's the ultimate you know where's waldo uh hide and seek opportunity there you go. Amazing. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but we're not here to talk about the iPhone 14. iPhone 14 is, dare I say, boring. Um, 
I, we could talk about the new colors that comes in, but even that I'm not very excited to talk about. So what are the soft what purples? Nice. Colors? Uh, they don't have the list of the names here, but it comes in a, uh, a blackish, a, uh, a light blue, a sort of off white, a light purple and project red. It would probably be better if I just said the actual colors, but I like my uh, very bad uh, whack descriptions here. Right. Uh, No, it is. uh, Let's see here. I'll be nice. It is blue, purple, midnight, starlight and red. Midnight. That's like my computer. It is, although this it's a very uh, it is black. No, or is it a, a heavily dark blue? It's hard to tell. That's confusing. Yeah, because they call blue blue and purple purple, but they don't call it black. They call it midnight. Huh. Purple purple. Now it looks looks black, but I don't think my monitor is particularly color accurate. So, um, but we got to talk about the Pro because that's where all the new features roll out. Uh, the iPhone 14 Pro. Uh, and a couple of marquee features on this bad boy. First of all, uh, it's the Pro and the Pro Max, uh, 999 $1099 starting price points. Uh, and the first thing is the display. It's going to be 6.1 and 6.7 inch, uh, same as the iPhone 14 regular. Uh, and Colby, the notch is still there, but now it's smaller. Uh, and it is a cutout, which means the screen goes around it. It doesn't go all the way up to the top of the phone. Um, creating a little uh, pill-like shape uh, within the display. The interesting thing um, is that uh, it's now has a new name, the Dynamic Island. Dynamic Island. Um, notifications now pop out of this notch in a series of animations. Um, notifications, alerts, or will sort of adapt and move around um Live activity widgets, uh, animations, controls for music, um, background tasks will move to the island as you're browsing around the phone um, to uh, to continue to notify you of things um, and make use of that dead space at the top of the phone. Before I continue on, Colby, I I do want to talk about the dynamic island. I I, I have trouble saying it. What uh, dynamic is just such a tough word. What, uh, What what are your thoughts on the dynamic island? Um, you know, on the one hand, like one thought is like, why? Um, <laughs> but like another thought is like, I don't know. It's, it's, it seems kind of interesting. Like, I don't, uh, I guess the other thought is like, well, why not? Uh, I feel like all these things like these things kind of exist anyways, like a lot of the stuff they, well, some of the things like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to think. What do you think? Um, you know, I, I shouldn't give a trillion dollar corporation the benefit of the doubt, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Let's assume for a second, Apple, either because they didn't want to or didn't have the technology, couldn't bury the camera under the display and totally get rid of it. So if I'm sitting at Apple and I say, we have to have a cutout in the screen. Other phone makers do this and they just have a little camera lens hole and it looks weird. So I'm like, all right, we have to have it. What's the best possible way 
we can use this to make it look less weird. And I think this is kind of, again, I've never used it, but on paper, I'm kind of intrigued. I'm like, all right, that's not a bad spot. It's already black, noticeable at the top. Because the screen goes all the way around, they showed uh, in the uh, in the event, they showed like watching a movie where it's full screen. I don't think it was, it was a little more immersive than the current notch. Mm-hmm. But as I watch some of their examples, I'm like, all right, that's kind of interesting because they, they made the point that sort of different pop-ups in iOS are all different shapes and sizes and colors. And if this were to streamline them and pinpoint them to a single spot on your display and make it more consistent, especially with live widgets, which is a big thing in iOS 16, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to buy this. Now, I want to see what app developers do. That's the big one is if they can create really interesting live information that ties to their apps, I think this is something I would get excited. I'm not going to lie. I kind of am excited about this. Yeah, like, you know, I feel like the... Some of the examples they showed, like the... Like, there's, like, the lift in there, right? And, like... For things that... Or like when you're ordering food or something, you know, things that like the things that you always like pick up your stupid phone and like go to the app and like refresh whatever to see how it's going. Um, I think it could be really cool. I I like the idea of that being a part of things, Um, like having a place for it, as long as it's not like over... uh, Right. You know, like I want it to be useful, but I also don't want it to be annoying. Yeah. I wonder how you determine the hierarchy of what actually gets pinned up there. Right. Because they showed at most two different things pinned up there. Mm-hmm. But if you have a, a lift coming and you get a, a reminder and you're running a timer and you're like, I just wonder how easy that is to manage. Yeah. Um, and my other concern is that it's very animated like everything sort of pops and blips a little bit um and i wonder if that'll get annoying quick like i don't know how i'll feel about that in in reality could be fun <laughs> could be annoying right i'm looking at this like gif in the in the the article and it's like you know showing it just go like swooping from one thing to another. <laughs> it is yeah a it's busy. a little much yeah Presumably, that's not what it'll be like all the time, right? No, my hope would be that it, it frankly doesn't change that much or it's very subtle. I mean, I think that's the other thing um, is that some of the various uh, notifications and things they showed um, a good one being the face ID where it shows the little circle and it shows you approving it um, to be sort of sucked up and locked into that upper space rather than being in the big middle of your screen. Right. Um, I'm hoping some of that makes it feel good. Um, but again, it's it's all about implementation in the software. Right. I guess we'll see. Uh, the other big thing that was announced for the, the Pro in addition to that is, uh, for the first time, an always-on screen. Um, no more having to turn it off. Uh, the lock screen, always glanceable which is even more important with the addition of the new lock screen in, uh, in iOS 16. Um, the, uh, it'll support information like reminders, calendars, events, all those things on that new lock screen widget. 
Um, there's even a sleep state for iOS 16 wallpapers that will darken them to use less battery. Basically, what they do is they kind of just dim the display more or less. I know it's a little more complex than that. Um, it'll just stay awake when it's turned face down or goes in your pocket. It'll automatically uh, dim itself, but it won't turn off. Awesome. No. Um, yeah, I think that's cool. I want this. Right. I want this yesterday. I used to have this on. I think we talked about this last episode. <laughs> on my, your Moto back Moto in the day. X. That time I switched. Oh my god! I, I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna look and see in my. I think my screen time will tell me how many times I turn the screen on in a day. Right. Because it's insane. Well, pickups. Right. And most of assuming the time, that counts, I'm just checking what time it is. Because my watch battery is dead. Well, that's a big one. But I'm looking at notifications. I get 220 average daily notifications. And I pick up my phone an average of 200 times a day. And I guarantee you, probably half of those are for me to click the screen on to read a notification and then click it off again. Because I don't have an Apple Watch. So I don't get, like, that's the only way I see my notifications. That's what excites me about an always-on lock screen is to have it on my desk and just to be able to glance at it um, without having to even touch it or do anything, even if it's dim. Um, to me, that is a killer feature combined with a new lock screen. So if I can get really strong widgets um, and really strong notification control, that is very cool. Nice. Sean, my, my notification average is 58 yeah, I'm I'm so I just hate my life. Um, and by the way, the majority of that is Outlook and Gmail. I get a lot of work emails. Yeah, I just don't have notifications on for emails. Yeah, that's I wish I could. I wish I had the liberty to do that, unfortunately. Right. Um, but it is like I also never have to respond to an email. Like if I get an email from someone I work with. Not like via some other platform. It's almost certainly like phishing. Gotcha. And no, that makes sense. Yeah, that happens all the time. I got one today from our CEO. He really needed my phone number. Just your phone number? Yep, that's what it asked for. It was no, like, you should have just given it to the scammer. Right. You could have made a friend. It's true. Just to text. I'm sure there would have been a subsequent ask if I gave them my phone number. I don't know. Maybe, I have a, maybe they would have stolen my SIM. I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> I, yeah, that's true. Uh, I have a problem at my work because our IT department sends fake phishing emails to get us to click on them so they can yell at us for being stupid and clicking <laughs> on them. But the problem is because they're being sent from our IT department, they're too good to be real phishing emails like all the things you would look for like oh it comes from like it looks like it's a company email but it's not like no it actually is from a company like and it's like oh they 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 wouldn't know the name of the person at the company who actually does this job but it does know and so i get really pissed where i like have to read certain emails and i'm like no wonder people fall for this this is a legitimate email you sent it's not (laughs) like you have to be worse at this otherwise it's not fair that's that really isn't fair. <laughs> you should you should start doing that to them, Sean. 
just just see if I can get them to fix. See, see what information you know. Social engineer right. them and see from, what I can get from your work email. Like try and get them to tell you information about you, and then tell them like you just got fished, idiots. Yeah, please open receipt in Adobe Acrobat. <laughs> um, see if they listen. I would love that. Um, are you excited about always on display? Or that doesn't do much for you. No, I'm 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 into it in the same way. I'm excited about that uh, with respect to the watch. I think it'll be great. I'm thinking it's one of those, you know, you read that where it's like you spend five months of your life brushing your teeth or what, you know, those. I feel like there is some statistics where it's like Sean spends like 10 percent of his week clicking the button on the side of his phone to turn the screen on and off. So I'm, I'm waiting to see just how much time it could save me. Could be life changing. There you go. Uh, otherwise on the pro new chip, uh, new cameras, everything's more and better. I'm not even bother going through all the crazy, uh, stuff there, but it's more and better. So, uh, are you due for an upgrade? Well, uh, only in that I have the monthly thing. So are you going to take an upgrade? Probably. I have a really difficult time say obviously like I have had this that upgrade program thing for a long time now. Um and not never managed to not upgrade. So I think I will. I feel like I'm a tiny bit behind, so I think I don't think I can do it quite yet. So I will probably wait a little bit. Gotcha. But I think I'm gonna do it. What about you? Well, you know, I get my phone through the company, so I'm actually aggressively limited. And it's it's great that it's free, but the downside is, like, I had to fight. They wanted to give me an SE, an iPhone SE, and I had to fight them because I said I couldn't show up on Don't Panic with an iPhone SE. Darn right. Get my ass kicked. Right. Uh, So I barely got a 13. Um, So I'm certainly not getting a pro. I would love to get a pro. This is probably I've never been the guy who needs the pro. This may be the first one where I'm like, I could see myself upgrading uh, to the pro potentially, yeah. but I won't be. But, you know, these are usually it's a big camera or, you know, whatever. But this is like the always on and the dynamic island. I'm like, OK, I'm you, you've got my interest. I want to go to the dynamic island. I also I do like the camera like the I like the bonus lens, the like zoom or is it the wide angle? It's it's actually uh, see now I'm going to sound stupid. So I'm going to look it up while we'll see how right I am. I believe you actually get an extra narrow lens. Extra narrow. What? Uh, or an addition I should say, not narrow, an additional narrow lens. Mm. Because it's cuz on the regular 14 it's a wide and an ultra wide. Right. Um, but I can easily find out if I just, yes. So you get, oh, it's a telephoto is what they call it. What does that mean? That's what I meant. Like the zoom, I don't like on mine. It's like a three X, like in the photos, it's a long focus lens. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Um, I don't know. I use it sometimes. I like use all three options sometimes. So. It's good. I, I use, I mean, I obviously I just have the 14 with the two lenses, but even the two lenses, I love having the, uh, the ultra wide option. Heck yeah. 
Um, and by the way, I will also say the deep purple. We didn't talk about the colors. The deep purple uh, pros are very good looking. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm a big fan of the royal purple, so. Pretty cool. I'm jealous. Oh, well, that's the uh, that's the Apple announcement. We didn't get a car. We didn't get headsets. No we didn't Mac get means. uh God damn it. No Mac. No. Well, they're saying we might get a Mac event next month, so you just got to wait a little longer. All right. So close. When is all this stuff available? Uh, varying dates. I think the longest thing you'll have to wait for is the Pro Max. I don't think actually ships until October. Mm. Um, everything else is available, will ship at some point this month. And I think almost everything is available to order on Friday. Oh, Friday. Cool. Yeah, it's all, uh, September 9th is like all the ordering stuff. And then they ship at various dates throughout the month. And I think, like I said, I think the Pro Max is the only one that slipped into October, but I could be wrong. Right. Awesome. Yup. Um, there you go. Very cool. Well, you'll have to keep us up to date, Colby, if you decide to make any upgrades. I'll let you know. I'm sure we'll talk. Take the challenge. It. Yeah. Uh, anything else uh, on your mind this evening? Nope. I'm uh, tapped out. My brain's empty. Highly reasonable answer. Um, no shame in that. Uh, no, we're we're done. Uh, that was a, a brisk hour. We we managed to announce all the products in about thirty five minutes less than Tim Cook and audience. Right. Um, they should let so. us next year. And we didn't do any of the, you know what it is. The extra 35 minutes is all those big whooshy transitions <laughs> and all the big crane shots like that. That's like a whole 35 minutes and, and the uh, commercials. They should do like an edit of the Apple event where a super cut right, they, of just they take out, they take out all of the talking and it's just, just the transitions. Like, I think that would be, that would be excellent. Um, I would love, honestly, and I'm just a dork, but I would love to learn how they make those. Like, because they're in some big fancy green screen studio somewhere. And I'm just like, damn, that's cool. <laughs> um, only Apple. Uh, and uh, so we'll wrap it up here. Um, of course, our website, don'tpanic.io. Check it out. We'll have links to the audio and the video versions there. It's a great old website. Of course, you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Just look for Don't Panic. Uh, definitely the best way to get the show with the video version being on YouTube so you can see our beautiful faces. Uh, of course, you can get a hold of us, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com or tweet at us at Don't Panic Show. Dan will hopefully be back next week. Um, at minimum, some combination of us will uh, for more tech news and great discussion. But until then, on behalf of Colby, I'm Sean. Pleasure having you folks here. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another great edition of Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.